Here at Living Richer Wealth Management, we work with clients as they go through all of life's transitions. Everything from starting a new career, getting married, maybe getting divorced, retirement. But today, we're going to be talking about a very exciting life transition, and that's having a first child. So one of our team members is expecting, and she's been doing a lot of research and is here to share with us all of the stuff that she's learned. We're going to be looking at things relating to government benefits, also impact on health benefits from work, budgeting for a new baby, how to save money by getting free stuff and store discounts. We'll also be touching on daycare costs and planning for that, estate planning, life insurance planning, education planning. We're going to cover a lot of territory. So without any further ado, cue the music. Welcome to Living Richer with Mark Shimkovitz, Vice President at Raymond James Private Client Group, one of Canada's largest independent investment firms. In this podcast, he'll share with you the things you need to know and things you need to do to build a smart financial plan. Follow along with Mark and learn how to invest wisely, avoid financial mistakes, and navigate life's curveballs without fear. Now, let's get started. Welcome back to Living Richer. As always, I'm your host, Mark Shimkovitz, and we've been on a bit of a hiatus over the summer, and uh, but now we're back. We're putting together regular podcasts as we move into the fall and winter, and I always kind of think of this time of year as a new beginning, and in today's podcast, we're going to talk about how to prepare for the newest beginning of all, and that's having a baby. And joining me today is Carolina Da Silva. Uh, for those of you who work with us, you'll definitely know Carolina. She is a integral part of our team, and she will be missed when she's on maternity. And um, in January, she and her husband, Phil, are expecting their first baby. So Carolina, you and I, we were chatting about mm-hmm. some of the things that you're doing to get ready. And that's why we thought it would be a great idea to share some of the information with all of the parents-to-be. First of all, welcome to Living Richer, Carolina. Thanks so much, Mark. I'm so happy to be here. As you know, I like to be super organized. Um, so once we found out that I was pregnant, I began to research all of the things I needed to know and do to prepare for the baby. And I have to say that it can be pretty overwhelming. There's a lot of information out there. Um, So I'm glad to be here and to uh, offer some helpful tips and advice to make it easier for parents-to-be or future parents-to-be to navigate all the information out there. Yeah, and just before we started this recording, we were going over some of the details about uh, parental benefits and things like that, and lots of numbers and um, certainly a lot of changes that have taken place as well. And Mm -hmm. uh, you've got some of those numbers and details on how they work and what parents can expect in Canada. So so what did you find out? Yeah, um, it can definitely get confusing. And I would definitely advise parents to look into this in advance because, uh, you know, it it will impact your income quite a bit. So, um, but let me kind of share with you what I've learned so far. Uh, So here in Canada, I would say we have um, pretty good parental leave benefits. Benefits are available to both parents for up to 18 months combined, uh, meaning that in total, you and your partner can take up to 18 months off. However, one thing to note is that the total income benefits that you receive for an 18 month leave will be the same as what you would receive for a 12 month leave. Mm -hmm. It's just 
spread out over a longer time period. So if you do choose to take the longer leave, um, you should be aware of the fact that your monthly income will be a little bit lower. Now I can tell you a little bit about what you need to do in order to um, qualify. Uh, so all you really need to do is you must meet the required 600 insured hours of work. And this limit has actually been lowered quite a bit during COVID-19 to only 120 um, insured hours. So that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I mentioned earlier, the amount of benefits that you will receive does depend on the length of time that you plan to be off and your income um, prior to the leave. So for a standard 12-month leave, you'll be eligible for a maximum of $595 per week. Um, Another thing to note on your income is that if you did pay for insurance benefits through your employer, you'll likely have to continue those payments if you would like to continue participating in the plan. Another benefit that's available is the Canada Child Benefit. This this benefit depends on your household uh, income and how many kids you you have. And the payment amount depends on, um, like I mentioned, household income, the amount of kids that you have, the age of your children, and um, your adjusted family net income in the year prior to when you apply. Under this benefit, um, you can receive up to $570 per month per child. And this is available to families whose household income is under $32,000, more or less. Mm -hmm. So that's another benefit that people can take advantage of if they qualify. Okay. So one of the things that I read was that... um, as of uh, it was a couple of years ago, it was March 2019, all Canadian parents have the parental leave, but there's five weeks which are specifically meant for dads to take uh, time off for to take care of the baby. And, uh, and this is also something that adoptive and same-sex parents can benefit from. So there is a uh, like a comprehensive guide of all the benefits that's available through the CRA website. And that I know you found that and we'll definitely make sure to include a link to that in the show notes. Now let's talk a little bit about budgeting. So why don't you tell us a bit about uh, budgeting for a baby? So um, I definitely have been, you know, updating my spreadsheet continuously and you know, try to stick to our budget um, as we have purchased already so many things for our baby. Maybe we can talk a little bit about how to prepare financially for that. Well, and and I think that probably one of the biggest concerns is that household income does go down and uh, expenses go up. So it really is a good time to sort of plan ahead. I think one of the most important things that people can do is set some savings aside that you can access during your time off because you know in an ideal situation you want to make sure that you have access to the same amount of money that you had coming in before the baby arrived as after and if for example you know you were earning forty five hundred dollars a month say after tax but are going to be earning about two thousand dollars a month after tax when you're on maternity during that leave, I think you want to try and aim to bump it up, have that extra $2,500 per month or $30,000. 
and, and I think that can be accessible in a number of ways. I mean, you can have that in an investment account, could be in a tax-free savings account or a, uh, just an emergency fund. Now, I know that it's not always possible to do that. So it is really important that people do create a budget based on the inflow of money that, you know, whatever you've got coming in and, um, and really get a good handle on some of those expenses, doing that budget ahead of time before the baby arrives, you know, you can set your priorities. It really, I think helps to reduce a lot of the stress and, and we've definitely put together a, a budget planner and we'll include that in the show notes as well. Now, one of the things that you are telling me that you're getting started on is the nursery. Have you bought anything yet? We haven't actually gone shopping yet because we want to have the space in the nursery to start putting things up um, and not like crazy overcrowd our house. But uh, we are kind of halfway there. Um, we're just going to get to painting this weekend and then we're going to start going out shopping. <laughs> I remember when we were decorating, we had like, and, and of course, this was a long time ago. We, we had the wallpaper and we had like mm-hmm. soft things <laughs> hanging on the wall. And it was definitely a lot of fun. Um, but cute. it can also be expensive. And uh, sure. I, there is so much that you have to pay for ahead of time. I mean, not just the, the crib and the rocking chair. We had a glider, um, but a lot of the other things like diapers and mm-hmm. how many diapers a baby goes through in a day. So I'm really impressed with how you've been preparing for your baby and how you're finding ways to save money. So Mick, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Um, my motto is actually, if it's for free, it's for me. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been trying to take advantage of a lot of um, promotions and a lot of um, free stuff that, uh, that some stores actually uh, give out to parents to be. Um, I also have put together a budget spreadsheet estimating the cost of setting up the nursery um, and some of uh, the other newborn essentials that I'll need, as well as kind of trying to estimate um, the newborn costs that we'll incur during the baby's first year. So like you mentioned, you know, diapers can, is, are way more expensive than I thought they would be, or at least babies go through so many more diapers than I thought they really did. Um, so it's been helpful to have that, uh, you know, to kind of estimate those costs in advance. Yeah, I remember changing diapers and you think, okay, great, just getting it changed. And as soon as you're changing it, you hear, oh no. <laughs> That means time to change again before you get it all done up. Um, oh, so that, yeah, that budget spreadsheet will have, we can share that, right? We'll, we'll be able to include yeah, a link. For for sure. Okay, definitely. Um, we'll have a link for that in the show notes. And I like that motto about, you know, if <laughs> it's free, it's for me. Um, and when you mentioned that to me, the first time I Googled something like, you know, free for parents. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, there were so, there were so many things like large companies offering everything from diapers and formula and nursing pillows and all sorts of baby clothes. And I know that you've done some digging on this and, uh, maybe tell me a little bit specifically about some of the things that you found. Um, so obviously the cost that, you know, I've put together in the budget that we were chatting about, they're obviously just um, an average and they can definitely vary greatly depending on what brands that you decide to go with. But like I mentioned, you know, many of the newborn essentials 
you can actually get some free promotions or also if you have a registry going, um, a lot of people will gift you those items. But uh, some of the promotions that I've come across are from some of the big box stores like Bye Bye Baby, um, Babies R Us and Chapters Indigo. Chapters Indigo actually has a really cute promotion where if you, if you just create a registry on their website, they'll give you one of those baby uh, first memory books. So I've already done that and gone in and picked up my book. But, but some of these other stores, they also, you know, try to get you to create a registry as well. And all you have to do is add items on there. You don't actually have to purchase anything. And they all do give you um, some kind of basket of free goods just for creating the registry, really. And then another thing that they also do is once you have created the registry, you can share it with family and friends, um, but for items that aren't purchased by your family and friends, um, the stores will give you a 20% discount. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. So you can just right away, even, even if you don't share um, those registries, if, if those items aren't purchased, then you can purchase them yourself at a 20% discount. So just a really easy way to, to, you know, get a discount. <laughs> You could just go um, through registering on, on all these different yeah. sites and getting discounts. Very smart. Yeah, that's what I've done so far. But um, I will eventually be sharing them with, uh, with you know, some of my family and friends that have asked. But um, we're not quite there yet. Yep. And then some of the other promotions that I've already started to take advantage of is the Huggies and Pampers promotion, where you sign up for their program online and they send you a free little basket with um, newborn diapers and wipes and it's not a ton of diapers but you do get you know a few and you know, like I mentioned hey it's free so That's why not right exactly <laughs> and it gives you a good opportunity to try out some different brands and in the end kind of decide which ones you prefer so, that's actually a good point too yeah so it's a good promotion to take advantage of some of the other things that we've been doing to keep costs lower is, uh, you know, even before uh, getting pregnant, I was already kind of a lover of shopping secondhand um, mm. and I, and kind of like giving things a new life. So I've been looking on Facebook Marketplace, Kijiji and Value Village for some of the furniture that we need for the nursery. Great tips. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also, you know, have some friends who've gone through this experience in the last few years and who are, you know, who've offered to give us some hand-me-downs from their babies. So we're going to be taking advantage of that as well. Another few uh, stores that are good to note, or actually one, one other store that's good to note and that I'm planning on shopping at is uh, Once Upon a Child. They have secondhand um, baby clothes. Mm -hmm. So I figured, you know, for, for newborns, you're only really wearing them for like three months or so. They grow out of these clothes so quickly. Why not take a look at what's available secondhand? No, that's a, that's a great idea. Yeah. So, I mean, lots of great tips. Um, I, I like that. Um, I, you, you guys are definitely a lot more prepared than Rob and I were, <laughs> that's for sure. But mind you, we didn't have the internet back then. I know, so. yeah. <laughs> Being able to Google all these things uh, definitely makes life a whole lot easier. So was there anything else? There's, there's one quick thing that I just wanted to um, just make a note of in terms of costs. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that I've also started to look into is daycare. Uh, I oh, know that yeah. that can be a pretty, that can be a, be, can be a pretty big cost for families 
especially depending on where they live. Um, so I know that in the first, for example, I'm planning on taking the, the standard 12 month leave. So I'm not too worried about it in, in for the first year. But, um, you know, once I decide to go back to work, um, we'll need to send the baby to daycare. So I've been looking into that. And I will say that depending on where you live, whether, you know, you live in an urban area, or in a more rural area, and depending on the province that you live in, it can really vary a lot as well as availability. So we're in Toronto, which is obviously very urban, um, and also kind of highly competitive for daycares. So I'm planning on joining a wait list soon. Um, but that cost in urban areas can, you know, be around like $1,200 a month or so. So that's one thing to make note of. $300 a week. Yeah. Now, I, I know, of course, we just had our federal election and um, Justin Trudeau mm -hmm. was talking about, you know, financial assistance for, uh, for, for daycare. M maybe you did, maybe you didn't uh, find out any information about that. Yeah, you know? I, I did hear his proposals. Now, I, I don't recall exactly like $10 what or something. $10 a day, I think, I, right? Yeah. I believe it was something around that, but I, I'm not 100% sure. And like you mentioned, it, it was, you know, a proposal, nothing set in stone yet, but yeah. definitely something to, you know, keep your ears open about. For sure. I mean, if they come in at $10 a day, as opposed yeah. to you know, $50 a week, as opposed to $300 a week, that'll be huge. For so sure. we'll yeah, definitely sure. keep an eye out for that and um, you yeah. know, maybe update. And I've our also heard... I've also heard that if you live in Quebec, daycare costs can be considerably lower. So yeah. um, that's an advantage for Quebec neighbors. Yeah, for sure. So yes, definitely lots of great tips. And so there's a few other things that I think that parents need to know about and, and plan for. The first one being updating your will, right? Um, now that you have a dependent, you need to make sure that they're protected and that's something that you definitely should do. You know, having an up-to-date will in place means that you're going to name someone as your child's guardian. That's probably one of the most difficult decisions I think that a lot of new parents face. And one of the reasons why I think a lot of new parents put off, you know, creating a new will is because trying to decide who's going to take care of their child in, you know, the situation where both parents pass away is a, it's a difficult one. But it's also a very, very important one. The other thing that you want to consider is your life insurance. Uh, of course, you want to talk to an insurance specialist. And this is something that we do talk to a lot of clients about. Now that you've got a new child, you want to make sure that that child can be financially taken care of at least through the time that they've graduated high school and maybe headed off to university. So for 18 years, you want to calculate what the minimum amount of life insurance you would need to have uh, pay out. And uh, we've got some insurance, there's lots of life insurance calculators out there. And, you know, that's something that I think would also be very beneficial. The last thing I want to talk about just quickly is education savings. 
And you want to con- definitely consider opening up a registered education savings plan. And, you know, with the RESP, we can put in $2,500 and the government gives us a 20% grant. So $500 a year, free money that goes towards your child's post-secondary education. And there's a, a lifetime cumulative grant that we receive. It's $7,200. Um, And since all of that money is tax sheltered, by the time your child graduates high school, you've built up a pretty solid nest egg. Uh, I I did a quick calculation and assuming just a 5% return, putting in that um, maximum every year, you'll have saved up $86,000 in 18 years. So that's quite a bit. And believe me, speaking from experience, Having put three kids through university, you know, we were really thankful that we had started on that RESP all those years ago. It really, really came in handy. And um, I think that pretty much covers everything that I had. Did you have anything else? No, Mark. Yeah. And thanks for those tips. I haven't really um, looked into, uh, you know, the will and life insurance um, aspects yet, but that's definitely on our to-do list. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think I've got everything, uh, you know, both you and I covered everything that we wanted to. Okay. Well, that's great. So thank you so much, Carolina. It was a lot of fun having you here on the living richer podcast, your first time. And I would definitely look forward to having you back again soon. Yeah. So thanks so much, Mark. Yeah. Well, listen, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's this little delay that we've got going on here on Zoom, but sorry, you were going to say something. No, I just, I just said thank you so much. It's been a great debut, and I'm excited to be back again. Yeah. Um, so we definitely had a lot of really great resources, and we'll make sure that we have links to all of those things in the show notes. If you or someone you know is expecting, definitely check it out and feel free to share this episode with them. And of course, feel free to reach out to me or Carolina with any questions. We love hearing from you. And we look forward to seeing you again next time on Living Richer. Information in this podcast is from sources believed to be reliable. However, we cannot represent that it is accurate or complete. It is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal investment advice or solicitation to buy or sell securities. Raymond James Advisors are not tax advisors, and we recommend that clients seek independent advice from a professional advisor on tax-related matters. The views are those of Mark Chimkovitz and not necessarily those of Raymond James Limited. Investors considering any investment should consult with their investment advisor to ensure that it is suitable for the investor's circumstances and risk tolerance before making any investment decision. Securities-related products and services are offered through Raymond James James Limited, member Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Insurance products and services are offered through Raymond James Financial Planning Limited, which is not a member Canadian Investor Protection Fund.